Hello guys and welcome to Let's Talk by Roger Sobada. Today we'll finish up this somamotypes series by talking about endomorphs. People with an endomorph body type usually have soft, round bodies with wide waists and large bones, huge joints and hips, regardless of their height. They may be tall, they may be short, but the few descriptions are what actually describes them well. They may have characteristic and traits that make it difficult for them to diet, gain muscle mass, and even exercise. So they tend to have a slower metabolism, mainly compared to the ectomorph. And this is possibly due to their more substantial Having a slower metabolism can mean that the body is more likely to convert excess calories into fat. They usually have a larger build and carry excess weight, so they may be, they may be prone to a sedentary life. They find it difficult to gain muscle mass because excess body fat triggers the release of a hormone we call estrogen. And I'm going to talk about estrogen in, the, in our next episode. And increases in estrogen levels tend to decrease the levels of hormone that promote muscle growth, the, the HGH, human growth hormone, and mainly the testosterone, the one that helps build muscle. Their diet should <clears throat> generally... People with endomorphic body types benefit from a nutrition plan that balances fats, proteins, and carbohydrates. And these fats are usually described as healthy fats, not just any type of fats. And their, carbohydrate, their carbohydrates should be coming from fruits and unrefined sugars and high fiber. Their protein sources could include low-fat dairy products like yogurt, and they can also be taking poultry like chicken, fish, and eggs. And let me talk about carbohydrates again. Your carbohydrates should mainly be coming from fruits and vegetables, but due to their high sensitivity in insulin, you should limit your carb intake or avoid high-dense carbohydrate foods. And a good example of this is our classic breakfast, the white bread. You should avoid white bread. Not completely avoid it. You can eat, but you can just reduce the portions so that you reduce the amount of calories that you'll be having in your body. Baked goods, chocolate, soft drinks, red meat... And I know this is going to really mess most of you up, but white rice also. You should reduce your intake of white rice. And ugali, the white ugali, you should reduce your intake of that because it has a lot of calories, and that's what you're trying to reduce. The types of exercise that you should be doing are going to help you increase your metabolism and reduce fat. So... Cardiovascular exercises such as running can burn calories and help create a caloric deficit. 
This means that someone is using more calories than they are consuming and potentially burning fat. We have two terms here. We have caloric deficit and we have caloric surplus. So for you to maybe having lots of fat in your body, that means you're in a caloric surplus state. And when you have excess calories, we said that they're going to be converted into fat. So for you to reduce these fats, you have to be in a caloric deficit. So in including some exercises in your in your in your in your in your lifestyle can help you increase your metabolism and it will help you try and maintain a caloric deficit. Combining both these with your diet is going to be really instrumental for you to maybe achieve a certain body type. And apart from cardio exercises like running, you can also engage in high-intensity interval training. Uh, this is going to be really helpful, but as I said earlier, it's not really easy. So I'd prefer you just stick to the steady-state cardio like jogging, swimming, or long walks. But if you're used to long walks, you can try advancing by jogging occasionally so your body doesn't, doesn't really get used to a certain type of exercise. You just try and challenge it every time, every time. So these people often have a low percentage of muscle mass. Although they have large, wide bones, typically capable of bearing large, strong muscles, they also tend to have excess body fat, which triggers the body to release estrogen. This will reduce testosterone levels, hindering muscle growth. So, for you to increase your testosterone levels, you have to include weight training in your exercises. Because weight training will help, you, will help boost testosterone production in your body or secretion. So, the main types of exercises that you should be doing should be compound exercises or exercises that include movement of large body parts and most of your joints should be included in these exercises. So a good example is the deadlift, the squat, the bench press, chin-ups, pull-ups. You can include any of these exercises. This is going to help you boost testosterone so that you can start reducing the level of estrogen in your body and be gaining mass, muscle mass with time while reducing fat. This is going to, with time, and patience, this is going to give you the type of body that you may want to achieve. But a good way to start this is by starting with cardio so that you reduce the calories. Start with cardio. It will also help your heart health because excess body fat will, means that you, will mean that your heart health is not really okay. So start by cardio, maybe walking, jogging. And yeah, the weather is bad. It's really bad right now. So let's remove swimming there, but jogging and running slowly until you get used to it. In case of anything, in case you need to ask anything, I'll leave, the, I'll leave my email in this episode's description. And today marks the end of our body types. The other body types that are there are just a hybrid. You may be a hybrid of ectomorph and mesomorph. Or you may be a hybrid of a mesomorph and an endomorph. There's an in-between there. So if you feel like you don't know your body type 
and you know me personally. You can shoot me an email, you can text me, you can WhatsApp me, we can talk about this. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and have a great week ahead.